Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast, where coaches who are not quite ready to hire a team can learn sufficient skills in tech, marketing, and systems to bring their business forward and become profitable enough to make their first hire. Let's get started with your host, Alvern Ballard. Hi, this is Alvern, and you're very welcome to today's podcast. In this episode, we're looking at how to make a line graph in Google Sheets. It will only take you five minutes or less. Are you ready? Okay, let's get into it. So if you like financial reporting and you are wondering how to make a line graph in Google Sheets, I've got just the right step-by-step solution for you. Taking a bunch of data and turning it into a graph can be very helpful for your business. However, if you have a history of falling asleep during financial management presentations or your eyes glaze over whenever you see a complex spreadsheet, then I can totally relate to your allergy to data analysis. For example, a number of years ago, I was doing a postgraduate course in business and IT. The class was big and it took place two evenings a week. I went into the class with the sole intention of staying awake. No matter how hard I tried, I always ended up falling asleep during the class. If only there was a way to create line graphs in Google Sheets on the fly without falling asleep. In this episode, you'll learn how to create line graphs in Google Sheets and the best ways to use them to become even more successful. All right, so what are the best uses of line graphs? So before I dive into showing you how to create your precious line graph, let's spend some time looking at when to use them. Line graphs are best used to show information that changes over time. So a few good use cases include a change in temperature, income or revenue, depreciation values, energy use like electricity and heating, or even gas, expenditure, uh, business growth. As you can hear, there are many instances where creating a line graph will benefit you and your business. It will help you track your performance over time. One key aspect of creating line graphs is that it'll also help you with budgeting. A cool aspect of line graphs is that it comes in different types. Let's spend some time looking at the line graph types so you'll know which one to use when. So did you know that there are three different kinds of line graphs? These three types include a simple line graph, multiple line graph, and a compound line graph. To help you understand the differences among these three line graphs, let's look at each one in turn. So a simple line graph, as the name suggests, is a type of graph that can be plotted using a single line. It shows the relationship between two variables, for example, time versus temperature or time versus money. Multiple line graph, what makes a multiple line graph different is that it is a type of graph that is plotted with two or more lines. It is often used to display two or more variables over a specific time period. So that's three variables. So you have the time and then you have two variables being plotted against that time. So for example, income and expenditure over the same time period. A compound line graph, just when you think or you thought, multiple line graph was complex, the compound line graph trumps them all. A, a compound line graph breaks the data into two different into different types, should I say. This one isn't as easy to explain without actually showing you a visual example. So you, I'll show that later on. And if you'd like to see it, you can head over to the show notes, successunscramble.com forward slash EP215 to get access to the show notes and to see the actual visual examples of these line graphs. Okay, 
So what are the components of a line graph? Now that you know the different types, let's spend some time looking at the different components that make up a line graph. You've got the x-axis, the y-axis, a title, a scale, labels, and even the actual line itself. <laughs> Do you remember those days in school where you could never quite remember which axis was the x and which one was the y? Hands up, I can tell you, I'm always, if I haven't done this in a while, I always like, oh goodness, which one is the x-axis again? Annoying, right? So the x-axis is the horizontal scale of the graph where you determine the time increments. Is your time going to be in seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, or even years? The y-axis, on the other hand, is the vertical scale where you determine the data that you're measuring against the time. So this data could be energy, revenue, expenditure, depreciation, and even savings. Everybody loves savings, especially when it's compound interest. Okay, so title. This may seem obvious, but having a title for your graph is super important. Imagine you show someone a graph and they have no idea what it's about. The reason is that it tells anyone what the graph is about. Labels. Have you ever seen a graph without labels? It shows the titles. It shows the line or even the pie, the, uh, what do you call it, the bar chart, everything. But you have no idea what's on which axis. What, what is it showing exactly? What do you think the about items represented when you when you saw it? I mean, it's a part of a guessing game. While a title is important, having labels for each item is equally important to understand the data. Scale, most importantly, as you can imagine, a scale is the one thing that keeps the item on the graph consistent over a specific time period. So you can't have data, for example, um, representing minutes and another piece representing hours. Well, you can, but you have to make sure that you're measuring everything specific. Imagine having time on the x-axis measured in minutes, months, and even years all at the same time. It can be very confusing. You need to have something consistent. And finally, a graph without a line will leave everyone confused since the data relation would be missing. So you've got all the data there and the actual relationship between the two doesn't show because there's no line. In fact, without a line, you'll just have two columns of data. Okay. Up next, looking at gathering the data. One of the most important aspects of putting your line is having the data ready. By this, I mean you probably have the data in a bank statement somewhere, in a, you know, uh, suppose in a CSC file or an Excel sheet, uh, over across the dozens of envelopes in terms of, you know, the normal paper things you get in the post with your bank statements. Now is a good time to gather the data together to ensure that you have what you need. I guess the more important step is deciding what data you'd like to plot in the first place. Let's say you want to create a graph to track business expenses over time. And so you're gonna take a look at your expenses over the last 12 months. Write down the total expenses for each month in order to ensure that you don't have any gaps. Of course, if you want, you can actually say you have five fixed expenses every month or even five variable expenses every month or 10. If you want to um, have it individually mapped, so light, heating, uh, taxes, um, insurance, like uh, liability insurance, um, coaching fees, uh, software license or subscriptions, um, photo gallery subscriptions, all of them actually individual. That's going to be a much more complex graph to map out, but it's possible. Just remember that the more detail you want, it's the more complex the graph is going to, going to end up being. Anywho, once you have all your data ready to go, it's time to head over to Google Sheets. Okay. Head over to, to docs.google.com and log into your account. Use, use the same logins as your Gmail to get into your account. 
If you don't have a Gmail account or any kind of Google account, it's easy, very easy to create one. So go ahead and create one. Maybe you have several Gmail accounts like me. So be sure to choose the right account when logging in because you need to remember where to find it. So choose the right account. After logging in, you'll be brought to a view that looks like the one I've included in the screenshot below and in, in the actual show notes. And you'll see one where it actually gives you the, the option to create or start a brand new document. And I would advise you to choose the blank option. So step one, once you've um, uh, gone into the docs.google.com, you'd actually be in the doc section. Click on the hamburger menu on the top left corner and click on sheets. Again, I've included screenshots in the show notes. Head over to successunscramble.com forward slash EP215. You can start a new sheet by clicking on the blank option as shown in the screenshot in the show notes. Step two, give your spreadsheet a memorable name because you want to be able to find it later on, right? Step three, you name each column based on the data associated with it. So for example, if you will be using the months of the year, label it months of the year or months and put the year in the name of the, the sheet. The y-axis column will be then be labeled monthly expenses. And obviously the x-axis, sorry, the x-axis will be the actual month. And to all the data for each column, once completed, it should look like the example I've included again in the show notes. Step four, this is going to be the easiest step ever. Highlight all the data in your sheet, then click Insert Chart button on the top right as shown in the screenshot in the show notes. What happens next is going to absolutely knock your socks off. Almost like sprinkling fairy dust, a line graph will appear inside your Google Sheet. Now, once you have a look at that, you can look in the very far right in the setup section and you can adjust the sheet according to your own needs. Next up, you've got the multiple line graph. So maybe you wanted to include one line for expenses and another line for income. Simply head back over to your sheet and enter the name of the column as well as the value of the income. So now you've got one column for months, one column for monthly expenses, another one for monthly income. Highlight all three columns and click the insert chat button again. And you will see one that appears like the one I've included in the show notes, but I can bear in mind, you can adjust it as, as uh, accordingly. So Google will automatically give you a column chart or a bar chart. Simply head over to the setup section and choose line graph. Google Sheets, you know, work according to whatever, but the point is it's very easy to select whatever you need it to be. So if you're happy with a bar chart and go with that, if you want a line graph, just adjust it accordingly. I've included mine in the show notes so you can see what it looks like. Of course, if you prefer maybe a pie chart instead or, you know, something different, be sure to choose whatever it is you want from the drop-down menu. At this point, you're probably wondering, what about the third type of graph, the compound line graph? Well, you'll need a fourth column to, of data in order to see how this works. Let's say your income sources come from two different types of work. The first is recurring revenue or retainers, and the second is project-based work. After creating a fourth column with my project-based work, this is what my spreadsheet looks like. So I've included again in the show notes, four columns. I've got months, monthly expenses, recurring income, and then project revenue. When I highlight all columns and click insert chart, my resulting graph looks like the one again included in the show notes. Again, Google has given me a bar, a column chart or bar chart. 
you can head over to the setup section and simply choose an area chart instead of a drop down um, options. And what you'll notice is why this one is called a compound um, line graph. It's because it, you can actually see each individual's section shaded based on you know the color scheme that the um, graph has autom automatically chosen. Again, I've included mine in the show notes, a screenshot, so you can see how to get yours to look like mine. All the instructions are there. So making a line graph in Google Sheets is dead easy when you have all the data, values, labels, titles, all ready to go. As I mentioned previously, line graphs are an excellent way for any small business owner to track their performance over time. Looking at raw data on a spreadsheet is not as exciting as seeing it in graphical format. Keep all your receipts, invoices, fees to hand in in order to keep tabs on your expenses. Remember, if you're looking for business funding, keeping a record of all of your expenses, income, revenues, and tracking it in a graph graphical format will keep your potential um, I suppose people like banks or any kind of fundraising events that you have, whether it be Series A, Series B, Series C, showing them your performance of your business over time in a graphical format will keep them excited and willing to invest in your business. So one of the best ways to get at, set and achieve goals each quarter is by looking back at past performance. It's easy to get discouraged when you go through rough patches uh, during the year. However, looking at all the data using a 10,000-foot view via a line graph or what they call a compound line graph on area chart helps you to see the big, bigger picture. If you're looking for ways to increase revenue goals over time, create a granular graph outlining where leads are coming from. So not only can you track the monetary aspect of it, you can also track your leads. So every month you get when you generate leads and you um, sign up new clients, track where those are coming from and then Map it also in, a, in, a, in a, a line graph or a bar chart or any kind of chart and you're able to see where most of your um, income leads, the actual you know, clients are coming from. So over to you. Do you make a line or have you ever made a line graph using Google Sheets? This episode of the Success Unscrambled podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be the first to learn how to exponentially grow your coaching business with more tips and tricks in tech, marketing, and systems. That way, you can become more profitable, allowing you to hire a supportive team. Remember to leave a five-star rating with valuable feedback so that we can continue to bring you content that gives you results. See you on the next episode.